Welcome to the Quran for Busy People podcast, episode number 11. You're listening to the Quran for Busy People podcast, a safe space for you to rediscover the simple beauty and spiritual depth of Islam beyond the headlines. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace, love, and blessings of Allah be with you. I'm the Quran coach, Mamoun Yusuf, and today's podcast episode is called The Goal Delusion. Today, I'm going to continue reading from chapter one of the book Timeless Wisdom. Chapter one is all about the first of the seven spiritual laws that let you access the life changing power of the Quran. The first law is called the law of effortless transformation and states that you are always living in the feeling of thought in the moment. So now let's explore chapter 1.3, the goal delusion. Your vision will become clear only when you look into your heart. Who looks outside dreams, who looks inside awakens. Carl Jung. In our achievement-oriented society, people have been so busy chasing goals and looking for productivity hacks that they've set their entire lives up based on a delusion. Before we get into exactly what the goal delusion is, I have a question for you. What's the purpose of your life? Now, I don't mean this in a big grandiose way. I mean it in a simple, what's driving you to do what you do way. Why are you trying to achieve your goals? What problematic circumstances are you trying to avoid right now? Understanding what's really driving your behavior is essential to understanding yourself and the law of effortless transformation. If you've already read loads of books on personal development, you may already have an idea about the beliefs, values, and rules that are driving your behavior. But even still, I'd encourage you to take a quiet moment and follow me on this. I'm going to ask you a couple of easy questions, and I want you to speak your answer out loud. Or, <laughs> or if you're a reserved Brit like me, at least speak it out loud in your mind. So here's the first question. What is one goal you'd like to achieve over the next few weeks or months? I mean, it could be anything. Here are a few common examples of goals that a lot of people have. Maybe you'd like to complete a work project or meet an office deadline. Or maybe you'd like to lose weight or stick to a diet or regularly attend the gym or get back in shape. Or maybe you want to find someone who's really worthwhile who could become your spouse one day. Or improve your relationship and make it extraordinary, more loving, fun, effortless, more like it was when you started together. Maybe you want to leave your relationship and start fresh with someone new. Maybe you want to finally find work that you love. You know, no more showing up to waste 40 hours a week on something that's meaningless to you. Or maybe you want to turn your child's behavior around or help them do better in school. Or perhaps for you, it's growing your business so you can get more clients, make more sales, and have more income. Okay, so do you have a clear goal in mind for yourself? Great, here's my next question. If you had that in just the way you'd like to have it, what would that do for you? Now, this is where it gets really interesting. Pay attention to your honest answer to this question. If you actually achieved that goal once and for all, what would it do for you? How would it change your life? What would be the best part about it? You could understand your whole model of the world when you answer this question sincerely. Before I walk you through an example from my own life, let me reassure you. All of the goals above are absolutely achievable. You're more likely to achieve them more easily 
when you understand the seven spiritual laws, because you won't be wrestling with yourself each step of the way. But there's something far more important than all of those goals, which you are on the precipice of discovering. This is not a goal-setting workbook, but I can guarantee what lies ahead will do far more for you than any goal-setting exercise ever could. So go ahead, answer honestly. Why do you really want your goals? What will achieving them do for you? How will it feel when you finally have what you want? So let me walk you through an example from my own life. In 2007, I was a student at the School of Oriental and African Studies at the University of London. And I had a very clear goal, which unsurprisingly <laughs> had very little to do with my studies. I wanted to run the London Marathon, which was nine weeks away. See, I just read an article in Men's Health magazine, and despite all doubts and fears, I decided, just do it. And it was a very busy year for me. Classes started at 9am every day, and I had a part-time job in a call centre every evening, so I typically got home at 10 or 11pm. Nonetheless, I was determined to make it happen, so I woke up at 5.30am every day, and I got myself outside before my brain could even argue with me. By 6am I was in the shower, feeling like a champion, with plenty of time to pray and eat breakfast before starting the daily grind. Weekends were reserved for longer 1-3 to three hour runs. So in all the busyness of my life, I rarely stopped to ask the question, why? And I remember talking with my personal coach at the time, and the conversation went something like this. The marathon coach. Coach, why are you running the marathon? Me. I'm running the London Marathon because I don't want to be lazy. I have this limiting belief that I'm lazy and I want to know that it's not true. Coach, when you've achieved the goal, and you know for sure you aren't lazy, what will that do for you? Me. Well, that'd be awesome. Then I could ignore my dad when he calls me lazy and I would feel powerful. Coach, what else would it do for you? Me. If I wasn't lazy, then I could really focus on my studies and get a first to my degree and get all my assignments done before the deadlines. Coach, and what would that do for you? Me. Well, then I'd get a first class degree. I'd be accomplished and successful. I'd be proud of myself. My parents wouldn't be able to have a go at me anymore. Coach, and if you were accomplished, successful, proud of yourself, and if your parents couldn't have a go at you, and were even proud of your achievements, what would that do for you? Me. Well, then I'd be so happy and full of joy and I'd feel loved. With the coach, we used all of those values and feelings as motivation to get the marathon and my assignments done. But there was something I was too superficial to see back then. The real driving force for me to achieve the goals was to feel happy, full of joy, powerful and proud of myself and loved. But as the first spiritual law states, feelings come from thinking in the moment and nowhere else, ever. Those feelings cannot be attained by any external action, no matter how noble or good the action is. Underneath all of your goals is a feeling you're chasing. The internal logic of your ego has set you up to jump through all kinds of hoops in the outside world so that you can experience a feeling on the inside. And that, my friend, is the goal delusion. To believe that achievements or goals will give you the feelings you want. To believe that I'll be happy when I achieve my goal, or I'm not happy because I don't have my goal yet, or if I had my goal, then I'd really be happy. The problem is, as the first spiritual law implies, it just doesn't work that way. If your only motivation to achieve a goal is so you can have a feeling, and for most people, it is, then your ego-based thought will run circles around you and you won't even realize it. You'll spend your life struggling to do things that you falsely believe will keep the bad feelings away and give you the happy feelings 
and it just doesn't work that way. The only source of feelings is thought. Everything else is an illusion. Now, reading those words or hearing me say those words or even memorizing those words won't get you there. In fact, there's nowhere to get to. You need to quiet your mind right now and realize this for yourself. Look at your goals. Look at the reasons you stated for why you want your goals. What feelings are you chasing? Love? Happiness? Exhilaration? Bliss? Accomplishment? No goal will give you any of that, not even your goal. In the end, I did run the London Marathon in five and a half hours with only nine weeks of training. And I did feel proud of myself for a little while too because I gave myself permission to have thoughts that bring the feelings of accomplishment. Those feelings, however, went away as soon as I had another disempowering thought. Ultimately, running the marathon didn't give me the power, freedom, love, and joy I was searching for. No external achievement can make you feel anything. That's not where feelings come from. The only source of your feelings is your thinking in the moment, and as soon as you wake up to this reality, you have a spiritual awakening. But right now, you might be having a thought that's blocking that awakening. A thought that's something along the lines of, wait a minute, dude, where's my motivation? What, what, what about motivation? See, when I first started to get the first spiritual law, I had a mental block. It was like an objection that I knew didn't really make sense, but I couldn't yet see why it didn't make sense. And it went something like this. If I'm just chasing goals because I want feelings, and you're saying that achieving goals doesn't cause feelings, then what will happen to my motivation? Wouldn't I just stop doing things altogether? I can see now how crazy that thought is. You know, it's kind of like a story my coach once told me. The coach and the dog. Imagine you and I are hired to coach a dog, and this dog has a serious issue. It's running around in circles trying to catch its own tail, and it stops for a moment to talk to us for the coaching session. And as the coach, we say, so what do you need? And the dog says, well, I have this goal. I'm chasing this thing, and it's really fast. So I guess the first thing I need is more speed so I can catch it. If I was about 20% faster, I would definitely catch it. The coach says, okay, well, what else do you think you need? And the dog says, well, I need more agility. You know, no matter how suddenly I pounce at it, this thing I'm chasing always manages to be one step ahead of me. So if I could just be more agile, maybe I could pounce into the right position to catch it. <laughs> As a coach, we say, okay, well, anything else? And the dog says, yes, one more thing. I need more stamina. I can literally chase this damn thing for hours and hours every day, and it never runs out of energy. I think if I had maybe double the stamina, then I could definitely give it a run for its money. Now, you and I both know that the dog only actually needs one thing, and that is to realize that it's been chasing its own tail. The dog probably thinks that catching the tail would give it something that the tail simply can't give it. You know, the dog thinks it's food, perhaps. Now, after we explain to the dog that it's chasing its own tail, the dog might react in a couple of ways. You know, the dog might say, oh, oh, it's just my tail. Phew. <laughs> okay, well, that explains a lot. And you know what? That takes a lot off my mind. You know, I've, I've, I've so much free time now to go and do something fun, like, uh, you know, chewing on that bone. Now, that's one way the dog might react. The other thing the dog might say is, oh, oh, okay, it's my tail. Okay, so now that I know it's my tail, how do I catch it? You know, could you teach me a tail catching strategy? I think I saw something on the internet about tails, but, but maybe I'll go and research it. I don't know, this is all just so overwhelming. 
Now, if that was the dog's reaction, then we would know the dog just doesn't get it yet. You are chasing goals that, noble as they may be, can't give you what you're hoping they will. They can't make you feel happy, they can't make you feel peaceful, and they can't make you feel loved. Ironically, achieving goals won't even make you feel accomplished. Overcoming the challenges along the way to achieving them won't give you strength. Nothing outside of you can give you what's already inside of you. Not even achieving the Olympic gold will make you feel good enough. Realizing this truth does not make you unmotivated. It makes you unstoppable. The only thing that has ever slowed you down has been the added imaginary pressure that your feelings and your identity are somehow riding on your success or failure. But that's not true. And believing otherwise can cause you to psych yourself out. You know, if kidding yourself into believing the illusion that an achievement or something other than thought in the moment can cause a feeling motivates you to take action, then go ahead, pretend the illusion is true if you still can. But if you want to free yourself from the gold illusion once and for all, you might appreciate this. It's something I posted on Facebook recently that sums up the gold illusion quite nicely. Feel free to share it with your friends and loved ones. We're hilarious. We make up our goals, we make up the belief that we need to achieve our goals to feel a certain way, and then we make up the time frame the goal must be achieved in. We make up the tasks we think need to be done to achieve the made-up goals on the made-up time frame, and we make up the belief that other people are going to depend on us achieving the goal. We may even make up the belief that we are better than those undeveloped people who drift through life without any goals. And then, when it doesn't work out our way, we freak out that we're not good enough because we're not achieving the goal on the time frame we set and we're going to let everyone down. In other words, we freak out because we forget that we just made it all up. Life's a game. Have fun playing. Hashtag Timeless Wisdom. Until next week... May the peace, love, and blessings of Allah be with you always. Thanks for listening to the Quran for Busy People podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and leave a positive review. That way you'll receive fresh, new, enlightening episodes every Tuesday, and many more people will benefit.